0: welcome to the sixth episode of flags and fouls i'm nathan lee here with sean doherty jose duran and Omera loya on today's episode we're going to talk about drew brees retirement finally we'll also talk about free agency in the nfl and the big stories from that we'll talk about the new orleans pelicans And we'll also talk about Myers Leonard. We'll talk about Deshaun Watson a little bit, Will. I don't know how I was going to end that. I really should have written that down. That's why you should write it down. Like, don't ever think you're just a badass. Don't ever be so arrogant. You're doing good. Chris! Don't ever be so arrogant. And ever think that you can just do an intro without writing it down. If you're that arrogant, you need to be kicked out. Jose, what are you yelling for?
1: Bring me a water or a propel. Please.
0: They're called propel. Propel, give me a propel, you Did bitch. You said call it a propel? Did he just call it a propel?
1: <laughs> give me a propel.
0: This man just called it a. You
1: say? Bring me a prop propel. Why? Because I'm thirsty and I'm recording with this dude. I, I appreciate you.
0: This, this oh, dude's uh, an idiot. A I'm, just gonna, I'm just. Okay. A propel. I'm talking about a propel. <laughs> give, give myself a propel. Okay. What? You either have a gatorade okay. or what? On oh, powerade. Oh my Uh-oh. god! So, guys, uh, speaking of madness, um, have y'all finished Shell's March Madness bracket? I finished it. I
2: submitted it. Nathan. I finished it in a minute.
0: Now, now, who'd you who'd you guys have winning though? Did you guys go like the Homer? Or are you guys like Homer's? I mean, A and M didn't make it. They kind of bad. So, like, did y'all pull like a Homer card, or did y'all actually go with like a good bracket? Well, first of all,
2: A and M's not bad. We're rebuilding. It's a rebuilding year. Rebuilding it just so teams happens are usually bad. That we, didn't, <laughs> we weren't as effective this year as we will be in future years. True. Secondly, since I couldn't pick A&M as the winner or to win anything at all, I, loyally to my father and my friend slash also my other brother.
1: And your ex-girlfriend? Uh, no.
2: Not her. She goes to... What? No, no, no. Anyways, um, I chose Tech to win it all
3: and Ooh. them to beat UT.
2: Okay, okay. UT yeah, for that, my dad, dad, Tech for Nathan, and my brother
3: Brent. Yeah, that's what
1: I'm talking about.
0: Jose, what what do you think?
1: I also had UT and Tech making it to the final... But I just got you Texas Tech winning because UT.
0: Omara, what you do? Did you do a bracket?
4: Love it. My final two were Gonzaga and Houston. Oh, Gonzaga and Houston. <laughs> and I had Gonzaga. Everyone's really.
0: sleeping on Houston. <laughs> yeah, now, until... I, I think they're supposed to be pretty good. Now, now I could've
2: I had them in the final four. I had him. No, I didn't. I had him in the final four. Never mind, I
0: did it. I had him in the final four. <laughs> I guess a bracket. Man, y'all are a bunch of homers, man. I'm picking Zag. I, 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 I want to do good. I don't even care about money. I just want to win. <laughs> Zag ain't <Yeah>. doing nothing. <laughs> well, when tech wins, wins. You'll be very yeah, sorry. I can't believe i <laughs> no. no actually. I made like six brackets. I actually made like six brackets. So I kind of just went either way. Except I didn't have Texas get into the final in either of them. I, I decided that it'd be more fun to have Abilene Christian win, you know, do stuff like that. Figured that'd be a lot more fun in my other ones. But I picked, uh, I picked Gonzaga and I think it was Gonzaga and Baylor in the final for me. I, I have seen a little bit of Baylor because I watched Tech basketball in there. They were really good, and then COVID hit. So we'll see how that goes.
1: I forgot Baylor was a school. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, let's just go to something that we do all know about, and maybe maybe he won't be as stupid now. Drew Brees finally retired on Sunday. He retired as the all-time career passing yards leader. Not for long. Retired as a Super Bowl champion. Well, not for long, that's true. Hey, you never know. Super Bowl champion.
2: I, I mean... Well, Tom Brady could go out there the next day and break, I don't his, know, leg.
0: break his back. I mean, you would think at some point you totally would, that upon him. I'm not wishing anything. I'm <laughs> just saying
2: anything's possible. This man doesn't need to oh answer the
1: gosh. banana, bro. This man's healthier than, like, sues himself.
2: <sighs> then why do you have to get knee
1: surgery? Because he's just old, but doesn't I mean he like he's not broken. He's not going to get broken.
2: He could. Injuries come could. out of nowhere, <laughs> he especially he in really
1: football.
3: Could.
2: Yeah, that's true. But anyways, that's not the point. That's besides the point.
0: Yeah, Sean's like, why are we talking about Brady? Now, we need to talk about Drew Brees. And we we talked about it a little bit on episode two after Philip Rivers retired. And um, we pretty much knew Drew Brees was going to retire, but he hadn't announced it yet. And Rivers and Brees, their careers are very connected because Rivers became the starter um, after Brees left the Chargers. Brees had shoulder injury. The Saints took a chance on him. And uh, really, Brees meant a lot to the city of New Orleans saints organization after hurricane katrina he came right after that and probably did it maybe not as much as anyone but pretty close to raising the morale of that city and they got a the super bowl a few years after that and that's a big deal and i i didn't really realize this because i'm not very old um i'm not even close but uh this uh, franchise that their fans used to wear bags over their head and this is uh, now i do remember archie manny was a quarterback and it was like they were consistently bad all the time. Um, so, this is, he really turned around in many ways a franchise, an entire franchise. And no, he's not the greatest of all time. That is Brady. He's not probably even one of the greatest five. He's a top five. Really he's top benefit. five. He... He's top, top five.
4: five? Bro. If he had like two rings, he <sighs> had like two more rings, you'd say he was top five.
0: I don't know. I mean, if you go back to Peyton Manning, if you go Joe Montana, if you go. If you want to even go farther back to quarterbacks that I've never seen play, if you want to go back to guys that I've heard are good like Johnny Unitas and
1: Nah, guys he's, like t- he's tough. I, I don't five. know
0: that uh, the top three I top three, are, I top three has, are Brady,
1: Manning, and Montana though. But he he's he's four or five.
0: I mean, I try not to look at the stats, but it it's not it's not really the point now, and that way. And that's what I'm trying to get away from. And I guess I shouldn't have mentioned it, but But Breeze will now go to NBC Sports. It looks more and more like he's the heir apparent to Chris Collinsworth in the Sunday Night Football booth. And there have been rumors ever since Breeze signed that it would be a Mike Tirico-Drew Breeze Sunday Night Football booth once Al Michaels and Chris Collinsworth leave. So we'll get to hear Breeze probably for the next... I mean... 10 years at least. I mean, depending on how, uh, unless he sucks at it, but I, I don't think he would. Seems like he'd be pretty good at it. So that gets us to our next point, though, about free agency. And Sean, uh, I wanted you to talk about this. The Saints fan looks like the quarterback situation now is Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston. James 30 for 30 Winston. <laughs> nah. Sean, what do you think about that?
2: Um, I, I hope that it's more Winston than Taysom Hill. You know, Taysom Hill's good-ish. You can get games done with a good defense and a solid running game. <clears throat> but I'd prefer someone younger, like Winston, who has potential, say. I don't know. We we barely got to see him play last season. Mm-hmm. Um, barely at all. I mean... I kind of at that point, I wish that they would have played him over Taysom Hill during the regular season when Breeze was hurt.
0: But yeah, that was that was an interesting decision when they went with they they subbed Winston after Breeze got hurt. But then, yeah, they just were like, OK, Hill's going to start and he started four games. Right. And yeah, so I'm
2: I'm hoping. That he's learned a lot under a year of you know, like half a year of Breeze, maybe not Breeze's best year, but just, you know. Having a veteran to guide him for a year, I would think would help him develop as slightly as a quarterback. And so I'm hoping he throws a few more touchdowns and a few less interceptions.
0: Just just a few though, right? I yeah, mean just, just a couple. Still, you can still have those like Madden stats where you throw like three interceptions a game but Madden stats. Throw like win. five touchdowns. Win the game. That's how I always do it. But but win the game, yes. But but win the game. That that's important too. Nathan, from an honest
2: Texans point of view, Texans fan point of view, what do you
3: think of Winston and Hill? From a, um,
0: I think I I would think Jameis Winston would have more potential after what I saw from Taysom Hill. I really wouldn't have been able to decide either way before that, Um, because we've seen Winston play and we've seen we've seen it go up and down with Winston. I mean, I. I really do remember. Um, I think it was a couple of years ago. One one specific game I watched, and it was a thirty for thirty season where I, I swear Jameis Winston just never stopped slinging it. Like he he didn't get scared. I, I cannot blame him there, but he threw, I think, two picks in the first half. Like it just felt like he was he was just throwing picks. But he came back, started throwing touchdowns. He was he was doing fine. It's like nothing phased this man, no matter what. But sometimes it was like maybe something should phase you a little bit. Like, man, you can't just do that. <laughs> like man, You can't just <laughs> sling it everywhere. Um, and, and the Texans, uh, I believe won that game, but, um, but it, it was close and it was, it was just stupid. And that was when Winston was with the Buccaneers. And I don't really know. I, I really don't. I, I would think Winston under Sean Payton, maybe has worked that out. Maybe Winston's able to work through his progressions more. Maybe he's able to, Really see the field a lot better because the joke is that he's also colorblind because he seems to have somebody catch the ball all the time. I actually did a uh, uh, ran some stats and I think he finished uh, two years ago. He finished like twenty third, twenty fourth in completion percentage. But then if all interceptions were considered completions, he jumped up to like fifteenth, and nobody else had a jump like that except <laughs> Philip Rivers was actually pretty close. But so he he just goes for it. I don't really know, but Taysom Hill just doesn't seem to. I don't know if. Hill has the arm either. I don't know if Hill can really be a quarterback that can push the ball downfield. And that's what I felt like we were missing. And it felt like every time he threw it, it just felt weird. Like it's like, was he even going to make the throw? You felt on edge. It's like, wait, he's not supposed to throw it. He's supposed to run it. What's that that about? But it, it just, it just felt inaccurate. It just felt rickety. And it, Felt like he didn't have a whole lot of control either. It felt but yeah. He's like also a replacement also QB. Type. Yeah, it did feel like it felt like a guy that you would have as a solid backup, but it didn't feel like a guy that could you lead. You would want to be a starter if you want to win a Super Bowl. So that's what it felt like. I think Winston has the most potential. He's already the best quarterback of that draft class, even though he's on his second team because everyone else sucks. Mariota is the only one with any potential. Marcus Mariota. And I think he kind of got a, a bad hand in Tennessee. I think they tried to force him to really run and run and run. And then when they went to Tannehill, it's like, okay, now you can just stand in the pocket and do play action. It's like, well, why didn't they do that for Marcus Mariota? But um, now he's a backup with the Raiders. I think he can be okay. But, uh, man, everyone else in that class. So isn't, isn't he a free agent? Is Mariota a <laughs> free agent? I'm pretty sure he's a free agent. Draft class was
4: bad. Yeah, Mariota is a free
1: agent. I
4: don't
0: think he so. He is. But- you may be right. He is. Um, he is. He is. But in general, I think that's...
1: It's okay. Hey, Nathan, you know that you know the Saints are going to go 0-16 season, season, right? Yep, for sure. 100%.
2: Yeah, yeah.
3: they're going to go 0-16. Yeah. I'll give you a dollar if go we go 0-16. Make it five. Okay, 50.
1: You want to make a bear?
3: Bro, I'll give them
4: $5 if
1: they go 0-16. in 16
3: we I
4: mean, do like a bet, like. So, <laughs> yeah, Jose,
3: like,
4: how much you pay
1: no, me? I, be, I bet you they lose. The, the, These are Jose's uh, bad. Things. I bet you they win less than ten games. I'm not
2: betting on that. That's
1: that's that's doable though. That's that's,
2: that's realistic. Actually, yeah, I'm yeah, not betting is. on that one. You are? No, I'm not betting on that. Okay,
1: I bet you. They, they, I bet you they win less than eight games.
2: They just lost their
0: starting quarterback.
2: <laughs> anything, no, those, see, broken
1: no, ribs. Broken nope, bets
2: are All bets are off. Money's off the table.
0: You know the thing though is Jose. I think you're forgetting. It's not like the entire team has falling apart. Yes, they are. I think. I mean, Michael Thomas is coming not back. Slam boy, and right. he was apparently injured the entire season. He only runs slants, which we didn't realize. You know, he does run a lot of slants. I'm going to be honest. I looked at it. He really does run a lot of slants. But he's really I good at, at running slants. He's really good at running slants. <laughs> he's also he's, the best. he's he's not just a slant guy. And he slam really boy. is that good. And what he does i also feel like jose just hates the nfl and nba he always has a bone to pick he can't he can't just admire an in he can't just admire football or basketball he's gotta be like that player a bitch. that player <laughs> i don't like him he wrong <laughs> right, like certain
1: players he can't shoot I like certain <laughs> players
0: son boy yeah all he, yeah he likes yeah he <laughs> likes Luca Dak Zeke or see trend, you, you, you see a trend. You see a common thread <laughs> here. <laughs> Not, you know, if Dak wasn't on the Cowboys, you know what he'd say? I won't repeat it. <laughs>
1: Nah, <laughs> Nah, If Dak wasn't wasn't in the cows, I'd nah, be like, I wouldn't. hope he wins a nah, because he, he deserves one. I'd like <laughs> be that. like, why did he leave? Yes, I would. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would. Tell, tell, me, tell me, why I like. Tell me why I like Stafford too. Then tell me why I like Rodgers, too. Oh, that, like that's just because
0: you like hopping on the goat bandwagon. That's just because you like hopping on bandwagon. But that's okay. <laughs> You can't say that about Stafford. <laughs> I don't know. No, honestly, you can't because like that's been like this bandwagon, bandwagon that's been coming up. It's like, oh, Stafford, he's was so wasted. Yeah, when he had Megatron, he was so wasted. It's like, I don't think you guys are totally thinking about They wasted about, Megatron. They did they waste they, 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 <laughs> they wasted Megatron more than they wasted Stafford. With. For sure, yeah. They definitely wasted Calvin Megatron. Calvin Johnson, probably the greatest. I also like Kyler see. a lot. I like Kyler a lot, um, too. Kyler, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Everyone loves Kyler Murray. How can you hate that man? He's just a little short
1: guy. I don't like. I don't like Lamar though. I don't
0: know. Why do you not like Lamar? Lamar. I don't get his deal with Lamar Lamar Jackson. I don't get his deal with him. (laughs) See, this is what I'm talking about. What's his deal with Lamar? (laughs)
4: Yeah, like how how do you not like Lamar?
0: It's a running back. He's
4: fine. he's a quarterback quarterback who can just run the ball really good. He's faster than (laughs) almost
0: everybody, and he's but he is a quarterback. He wouldn't have gotten this far yeah. if he wasn't a quarterback. He would not yeah, have gotten
4: would. this. Yeah, if, far. if they made him switch positions, he wouldn't have made it this way. He wouldn't oh, have. Oh no, achieved. I'm not
0: talking about that. I'm saying like if he was just like a a guy who could run and couldn't really throw. No, he wouldn't have made it this far. Um, I mean, this year, last year, or I guess last year, he did have some issues at first, but those last five, six games, he got it going. He finally, be, he be, he he went back to being to where he was when he was an MVP and. Even when you know how to stop them, it's so difficult to do. I mean, there's teams that figured it out because they figure out how to keep it all in the middle of the field. Because they don't have receivers. They don't have wide receivers either. That's one of their big issues. But They didn't go out and sign any either. I'm surprised. I think they did. Um, Did they? But the Ravens don't have receivers. They, They have Mark Andrews in the middle, but... And Lamar can run, but God, can Lamar run? I mean, good God. And the running He's backs really are good, good too. It. We cannot underrate uh, Gus Edwards. And um, God, don't make me look like an idiot. Uh, help me out. Who's the other one?
4: Dobbins. Isn't his last name Dobbins?
0: It's Dobbins. And J.K. Dobbins, Dobbins the, the rookie. I mean, that, that that's such a potent offense that it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter whether you know Lamar's going to run. Try, try to catch that, mint. Try it. You know, how I many you can like Kyrie, Kill could. Uh, that that that's about it. Is that no DK. St- <laughs> okay, okay, okay.
1: okay fine. He is not the greatest wide <laughs> receiver of all time. He he. Probably, I was just joking. No, he sounds I'm like he kidding. sounds like one of those. Uh, yeah, he's
0: like one of the. The the twelve year olds that make memes that DK Metcalf better than Megatron. Oh, it's like no no no. He's
4: better than Megatron. No what are you talking no, about? no
0: no 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 uh, no. He's no not. he's no. not. He could be better than Calvin Johnson, but he's not. So, um, and that I guess that'll get me into the next free agency uh, story. We want to talk about the Seahawks, and we want to talk about the Bears. So, Amara, why don't you talk about? What the Bears wanted, and what they ended up getting.
4: <laughs> I feel bad for the Bears. I feel like if there's like winners, winners or losers of the NFL free agency, the Bears would definitely be losers, because like <laughs> they they practically gave up everything. I think the trade them the Seahawks saying no to the Bears a trade offer shows that the Seahawks aren't going to trade Russell Wilson, because who wouldn't like there is three first round picks, a third, and two starters for Russell Wilson. I feel like. If they were going to trade him, I would have taken that package because that's like a good way to start your
0: future. Maybe, yeah, and I I think the deal is, though, even with that package as big as it is, do you even guarantee that as the Seahawks you can get a quarterback with that? It's not like the Bears have a great first-round pick this year or any of that. I mean, that's the thing is, okay, well, where are you going to get your quarterback from? (laughs)
4: Yeah, that is true. that also, was also a problem from the trade because it wasn't like, with the Raiders, it made sense because if you traded to the Raiders, you could get Derek, Derek Carr in return, right. but the Bears weren't really going to trade you a quarterback. They don't have anybody. Season. So you would have been left empty. Yeah, they, and really, not we get they, to the had next had part then. then?
1: Andy Dalton, no.
4: <laughs> but like <laughs> they went to go get Andy Dalton. But like, Boaz had a good point. He was like, who else was on the board for them to get? Like, there wasn't really another option. At the
0: same time, though, there wasn't anybody on the board, but that was also their fault that there was no one else on the board. They could have gotten Dalton last year. And they traded for Nick Foles. Traded for him. And they also drafted, they traded up in a draft that had Patrick Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. They traded up to number two to get Mitch Trubisky. And they didn't even have to trade up. I think the Niners were just, the Nyers were just screwing with them. They didn't even have to trade up. The Nyers could have just picked, um, oh my gosh, I think it was Sol- yeah, Solomon, Solomon Thomas, Thomas or DeForest Buckner. One of those, one of, the, one of their good D linemen. They could have just, they could have just grabbed him, because that, that's what they got at number three. They didn't get a quarterback. They they basically just finessed the Bears into giving up some stuff. Yeah, that was that. the other funny part. What, I feel they for Mitch have, Trubisky.
4: They should have probably kept Trubisky too, just so they wouldn't look like a fool. Just so they could have just keep giving him hope, you know, have hope in him still, like not give up. They should have
0: completely. done a one year contract for him. Yeah, but, but maybe he wouldn't have taken it. Really though, yeah, he's probably. Once more, I don't, I don't know what he thinks he's gonna get, but I mean, maybe you want to. <laughs> Hopefully, somebody
4: gives him a chance, because that'd be sad. Like, I, I just feel bad from the fact that, like, I know that, like, the quarterbacks that came after him, like, I would hate for him for that to be his reputation, like, for the rest of his. He's group. not
0: that bad. He really... He's really not that bad, but he's not
4: good. Yeah, and
0: he's not nearly as good as Mahomes or Watson. Mahomes was raw. I get why you don't draft him. I mean, he was stupid. How do you, rocking how, how out of how do you
4: pass on Watson? Though, like that at the time, that was like the best. I place. always
0: like, thought Watson was the best in that draft class. Yeah. That's why I was happy when Texans got him. I feel you. I was like, this is the best guy. Now you're not but. so happy. I mean, he. Did, it's well, not like he disappointed no, no, him. I'm, I'm just as happy. That <laughs> I'm not happy with that decision. I'm, I have issues with their other decisions. Jose, what is your biggest free agent story? Uh, my
1: biggest free agent story. It's really going to be sure. the Cowboys once they sign that dude. Yeah, I forgot his name. Hold on. Let me look it up.
0: You're really going to forget Richard Sherman's name.
4: Oh, Richard Sherman. Yes, yes, they, you know, are it's, the Cowboys okay. going to get Richard Sherman? It, it,
1: it, my big, the big, I'm predicting that the Cowboys are going to get Sherman. I hope he
0: doesn't go to the Cowboys. But, I mean, it's not unlikely. I mean, it's not but, out of the question, but I don't but
1: know. At this, point, at this point, the biggest free agency thingies... I don't know. I would say. I mean, the Cardinals have been doing a lot of good moves.
0: I think they, I think they pulled really not not quite another DeAndre Hopkins, but they they pulled something close to that with uh, Ronnie Hudson, the the center from the yeah. Raiders. They got him and a seventh rounder for a third rounder. And there are early reports that the yes. Raiders are just going to release Rodney Hudson. <laughs> so, Man. and it almost seemed like maybe they went. Oh, maybe we shouldn't do that. <laughs> Maybe he hasn't traded. Okay, that we'll we'll get something back, but I don't know. Hudson was a really good center for the Raiders, and that Raiders offensive line was really good, and they've totally dismantled it. And I don't know what they're doing. I'm I'm a little confused, but yeah, the Cardinals got a good center out of that. Uh, why don't you talk about some of the other stuff the Cardinals have done?
4: Oh, can I talk about AJ Green?
3: Oh yeah, yeah, AJ Green. Oh yeah, they also yeah. signed. They also signed AJ Green.
1: You wanna elaborate on that, Homer? You seem <laughs> you seem excited.
3: Yeah. I feel bad for
4: AJ Green. I'm kinda I'm glad that he finally left the Bengals and went to someone like Arizona. I, that office is gonna be even better. But I'm I'm just mad that it took him this long to leave. Because like now he's at the end of his career. So he probably doesn't have that much like gas in him. So, so I'm kinda sad that he took it took him this long to leave Cincinnati. But I'm I'm happy for him. I'm glad he went somewhere else.
0: <laughs> yeah, AJ Green's on the on 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 the wrong side of the hill. I mean, he's, he's <laughs> a little past his prime, but yeah. uh, he should do all right. In general, the Bengals have wasted a lot of a lot of people. In general, I mean, we 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 used to make jokes about Marvin Lewis, and in reality, I think um I think what Marvin Lewis did with that organization was probably as impressive as anything because uh. <laughs> It wasn't exactly like they had the top-of-the-line training facilities or any money or anything important. So Marvin Lewis is now, I believe, an assistant at Arizona State. Um, I, I don't think he got another job anywhere else. But, no, Marvin, I mean, in general, the Bengals, a little questionable. Some of already they already hurt Joe Burrow. Yeah, man. How they you have already that? hurt they Joe des- Burrow.
1: They-, they destroyed this man's knee, bro. Like, all the ligaments in that... Hopefully he comes back broken, makes stronger.
3: <laughs> God, I hope Burrow comes back. I really
4: hope
1: so.
0: I mean, he'll come back. I just, I just hope he comes back the same. Yeah, because he was, he was not as good as Justin Herbert. But I mean, I think Herbert was in a slightly better situation. offensive situation, offensive at least. Not not necessarily, you know, defense or coaching or special teams or any of that, but um, <laughs> um, in general, it felt like Herbert was at least in a slightly better situation where it felt like he had some support of some kind. Jose's giving me a funny look. Why don't you <laughs> stop giving me that funny look? Because it's really creeping me out, I mean, so when, a, can you at least talk?
4: We'd be able to compare them more. No, wait, no, wait, wait, hold the I, I, I don't really <laughs> –
1: yeah, and also like like you said, the situation. I'm very sure if Burrow would have been in the Chargers, like he would have put, he would have probably won the offensive rookie. That's, yeah. that's, that's, what, what, he's saying. Saying. that's what he's That's what he's saying. That's my point. That is the entire point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, job, Jose, Wait a recap. Uh, <laughs> recap.
4: <laughs> no, but like if I think it would be a better. That's a man. <laughs> we would be able to compare the two quarterbacks if Burrow finished the season because we got to see what Herbert was able to do. So like if we if we would have been we would have been able to see what Burrow was able to do, that would have been great. But he yeah, got for the most season, I like. but every D-line.
3: <laughs> for real. like yeah, no, They that, couldn't protect him at all. Yeah, that was
0: sad. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, I don't know. I think my biggest free agent story, though, is the Patriots. Ooh. And and Bill Belichick, I, his, I don't know who came up with that. I, I, I had not come up with that. Yeah, he got it. Yeah, Bill <laughs> Belichick got his stimmy, and I think they may have given him like a PPP loan because this man started spending everything. Like they, he he, he got man. he got the two best tight ends in free agency. He got them both. Yeah, he got
1: them both. Both of them. This man, this man got salty that Brady won the, the chip, and he was like, "I'm like, coming like, for that know, ass." Bro. Oh no,
0: no! I'm glad you said that. No, no. no. Okay. Now that Brady is left, it's like they're, they're changing. Like Bill Belichick didn't ever spend money. Yeah. He always just let all the A-listers go, and then he found some white dude from Foot Locker, put him in slot <laughs> receiver, and told him, go. And he made him great, and he won Super Bowls doing that. Brady would always take pay cuts, and they made it work. Um, in general, and, and that's, that's a joke, in general, but in general, he always did find the lower guys and coached them up. And Brady was always, always seemed to be the part of the Patriot way, and and kind of went in with Belichick. Now Tom Brady is winning the Super Bowls and throwing the Lombardi onto another boat to Gronk. Completely wasted. Completely and wasted. By the way, if that Lombardi had uh, gone into the water, it would have been about 18 to 20 feet down. So I I don't know. I mean, That's he's, not even dead, he's, I think he's, it was more. I swear it was more. I don't know. It's d- deep enough for me. Yeah. I mean, either the either the way, Lombardi way. trophy, though, deep. <laughs> And, I mean Yeah, that was risky. I don't know. It seems like Brady maybe is a little bit different now. So maybe Belichick is reinventing himself. Maybe he just wants to he's like, nah, watch he's this. Coach I can spend money. You think
4: I saw somebody make a good point because like if you look like, at when the Cam Nguyen's best season, his like his uh, best receiver was Greg Olsen, his tight end. Right. So I was wondering, like, they're saying like Belichick is finally building around Cam. Well, not finally, because he's only been there. He's only been there for a season. But they're going to build around Cam so he can feel more comfortable in the offense.
0: I think they'll try to get another quarterback, but in general, I think they do kind of want to build around Cam. And they, they they've done two tight end sets before. They they like running the they like running those. Um their their best one was uh, the few years they had before, you know, the, one of these guys kind of went, or at least we found out he was nuts, uh, <laughs> Rob Gronkowski and Aaron Hernandez. And they were crazy good. <laughs> I mean, it was, I mean, obviously Aaron Hernandez, we found out, was doing some other stuff, but uh, if we, he had dude, some dude, other yeah, issues. Aaron,
1: Aaron Hernandez had some killer moves.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> and then you have Gronk, and he's like the goat of tight ends. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but Hernandez uh, was crazy good too, and and both of those guys. That's that was one of their uh, great years. It's kind of in the early 2010s, and uh, so they like that two those two tight end set. So getting they've got Hunter Henry, and they've got Johnu Smith. Hunter Henry was with the Chargers. Johnu Smith was with the Titans. And it feels like uh, Smith is really good in the red zone. And uh, Henry, I think, may be able to block a little more. So, we'll see how that goes. But also, they got Kendrick Bourne. They got Nelson Aguilar on the outside. They've
1: got got some
0: defensive linemen. They've got the safety, Jalen Mills, who was in Philly. They've got, they do have an off. It looks like they've got the offensive tackle, Trent Brown, in the trade with the Raiders. I'll have to check on that. They they got Cam Newton back. They did lose Joe Tooney. He went to the Chiefs. So that doesn't help. Um, and but it looks like they're gonna be a better team. And we think about it, we think, man, they were bad. They were seven and nine. <laughs> like yep. you look at that roster and you're like, how did this team go seven and nine? Because this team wasn't good. This team was not good at all. Uh they they're also getting some people that. Opted out due to COVID. They had a lot more COVID out, opt-outs than other teams. Like Patrick Chung, I think maybe the most notable one, the, the safety. So you're talking getting those guys back. And I think the Patriots can make a run at the playoffs. They're not a contender, but they'll make a run at the playoffs.
2: I actually agree with that because uh, I saw a couple of Patriots games during the season. And at least last season, they were a very run-heavy Take control of the of the clock uh minimalist team just
0: just pass the ball just whenever you need to but, couldn't really throw I mean so right. running was about all he had so
2: so now he has Hunter Henry and Johnny Smith, which could help on plays where it's like they're down in four or something short and you're trying to just run the clock and not to mention the blocking that you did mention. Wrong choice of words, but anyways, both viable assets in blocking for the run game, and I think they're gonna be pretty good next season.
1: The thing is, I mean, unless they really not good enough, the Cowboys are still gonna win the Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl.
0: Okay, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna act like I didn't hear that horrible <laughs> take. Actually, it's not the worst take I've heard, but I'm just. I agree with Sean on the Patriots. I think that's, I, I think, I think their ceiling, though, is a playoff team that can win a game. I think, unless they find a quarterback that really can put them over the top, or if Cam just gets that much better, which I don't see, then they're not going to be a Super Bowl contender, at least for a year. Um, I think their best, the Cowboys are. Their best, their best hope is that a quarterback like Mac Jones falls to them. I think Mac Jones would be the best for them right now because he's kind of plug-and-play more than some or of the other Jimmy quarterbacks. G. Not not Trevor Lawrence, but, but like Justin Fields, Zach Wilson. Trey what Lance do is probably the Justin opposite. Jimmy G.
4: What, what, what draft pick to the Jimmy Patriots you have?
0: Too low. Too low. So like low? the middle of the first round. Oh, okay.
1: Why did they get
0: Jimmy round. G? I don't know if they'll get Jimmy G. Well, they, they could get Jimmy G, actually. Um, they, they could trade for Garoppolo, but I mean, that depends on what the Niners want to do.
1: So you agree the Cowboys are going to win the Super Bowl, right?
0: No, no, no. As a matter of fact, the other big story, and this will be brief the Buccaneers, they re-signed Shaq Barrett, the linebacker. I had heard reports that he was going to get, you know, over 20 million a year, signed for about 18 million a year and stayed with the Buccaneers. They got Chris Godwin back for now. They'll probably get Antonio Brown back. That team is coming together. Brady, of course, also got extended for another year, although he would have been there for this year anyway. Um, the Buccaneers are set to win it again, but I think the Chiefs can run it back too. Hey, I mean, hey, the Cowboys are in it. We'll see. But they seemed always screwed up somehow. So Imagine a rematch. When you're that top heavy, when you're that top heavy, you screwed up somehow.
1: That would be so crazy. The Chiefs, the, uh, the Chiefs a already got rid of their O-line.
0: The Chiefs you did not. Okay, the Chiefs O-line. got rid of their tackles, but they needed to do that. They didn't really have much of a choice. And this what part of what we'll get into. There's been a lot of salary cap issues. The salary cap went down, I believe, about 16 million dollars. It never goes down. It always goes up because it's based on like average revenue. And and you know, it increases every year, except when there's a pandemic. So they finally figured out how to get it down to about 183 million dollars, which means the cap is going down, teams are getting strapped, and you're seeing a lot of cap casualties like Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz for the Chiefs. And when, yes, we did see what happened when they weren't there, he got, Mahomes got destroyed in the Super Bowl. But um, they did sign Joe Tooney and they signed the retired uh, or now unretired Kyle Long. They just signed him today. So we'll see how that goes. And I, I think they'll be all right. I think they'll figure out that O line again. They're going to get Laurent Duvernay Tardif who was a guard who actually went back to Canada and helped fight COVID on the front lines. So um, really shout out to him for doing that. Um, But he'll be back. So I think the Chiefs will be all right. So this goes to my next thing, though. Part of Brady's contract and part of Dak Prescott's contract and part of Taysom Hill's contract and part of every other contract in the league signed right now. Voidable years. These are years that don't exist. <laughs> they they pretty much are signing years that they're just gonna be gone. Like I think Dak got two extra Dak actually signed a six year contract. And yet two of the last two years are voidable. And um Tom Brady signed, I think it was a three or four year extension. But the last two or three were voidable. Or they're gonna be voided. And then the Pinnacle, and then, then my favorite one ever Taysom Hill, four year, $140 million contract extension. Why so big? <laughs> All voided years. All gonna be voided.
2: Y- y- listen, you wanna know why it's so big, Homero? It's because our cap space, I thought it was a joke. even before it shrank, was bad. It is not a good situation in New Orleans.
0: We are oh, I short know on it's money. Not. No, I, I get it. Like, every team is cap-strapped. I get it. It's a lot, Or not every team, but most teams are strapped. But it's just, it's, it's creative accounting is what it is. But it's like, they're doing it. Here's why they're doing it. And it's basically, there's always these signing bonuses on most players' contracts. And, well, the bonus is actually paid to the player when they sign it, if I'm not mistaken. But they, when they decide how it affects the salary cap, they spread it out over either the length of the contract or five years, whichever is shorter. Most contracts are shorter than five years. So the idea is you extend the contract and you, and you rework it. So that way it actually, um, like the signing bonus, Taysom Hills was almost $10 million signing bonus that he had signed before. So they extended him four years. So that way they could spread that out. Over the next, over this year and the next four years, they're basically just pushing the problem away. They're just acting like they're just hoping it doesn't exist right now. They're just like, nah, <laughs> we don't want to deal with that right now. <laughs> nah, we'll deal with it tomorrow. We'll let our children deal with it. Or actually, that, that's actually a good analogy. We're we'll just let the next GM deal with it. If we get fired, not a big deal. It doesn't matter. Just, just push it along. COVID will be over one day. It's fine. Better days ahead, right? That's what they're doing. So instead of having to have that almost 10 mil against the salary cap this year, they're spreading it among five years. The problem is like every other team is doing it with every other contract now. And so one, I think in like four or five years, you would think this would be something they're like, man, we still, oh, what's counting against the cap? Oh, that, that contract from COVID. Oh, oh, I remember. Oh, dang it. (laughs) It's like the new GM is going to come in. It's like, what's this? Oh, don't, don't worry about that. That's all right.
2: (laughs) But just void it. Just void it.
0: No, they'll important. just figure. No, we'll just spread it out. No, add more avoidable years. We'll just we'll spread it exactly. out. Exactly. Don't worry about it. That's what they keep <laughs> doing though, and it's, and it's weird. Like, so my question: Why couldn't they have just sign him to like a four-year billion-dollar contract? Why not? I mean, if it's just gonna go away, because <laughs> none of this money goes to the players. Why didn't they just sign like a billion-dollar contract, a trillion-dollar contract? Why? Why the Cowboys of all teams, America's team? Those two extra years should have been like a billion each year. Like, why didn't we do that? If you're just gonna, if they're voidable years, why why couldn't we have just done those? Might as well. Jose, where are you? I want to. I want to <laughs> so, know why, what you, you think. You, you love you love the Cowboys <laughs> so much. Wouldn't you want to give this man two voidable years a mi- a bill apiece? Yes. Okay, well that that was a dud. You're not after forgetting. that whole well, response. <laughs> you give that response. <laughs> Okay, well that was a I mean, this is the cowboys we're <laughs>
2: talking about the cowboys. <laughs> I mean, he got
1: paid, bro. What this? Else is your what team. Else he, he got paid Bro But he already got paid. What else he you want to do? Like, okay, yeah, cool. Yeah, he, he could have avoided it. Who gives him? who cares? He got paid.
0: <laughs> My man got paid. You would think the NFL would do something about it, but it seems like the teams and players like it. So I don't really know. I think they both like it. They just like pushing problems down the road. It's what we do in <laughs> life, though, too. I mean, we just push it down the road and don't so we'll worry do, about
4: we'll it. We'll do it. We'll do it
0: tomorrow.
2: <laughs> Hope you die before you we'll have to deal
0: tomorrow. with it. <laughs> Let our kids deal with it. Let our grandkids deal with it. Sounds familiar. Huh? wonder what, what that could be like.
3: I wonder. <laughs> it's almost like we're doing it right now. Anyway,
0: when we come back, I'm tired of talking about the NFL. We're all a bunch of clowns. Let's go into the NBA. Let's go into the Pelicans and Myers Leonard. Not at the same time. (laughs) The biggest (laughs) clown. Make sure you subscribe to Flags and Fouls and Making a Racket on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeart Radio. Tune in wherever you get your podcasts. (whistles) Welcome back to the sixth episode of Flags and Fouls. Now it's not really intentionally, but it's time for our NBA part. We're going to talk about the New Orleans Pelicans. That's a team I find interesting. And last night, well, Tuesday night, I watched the Pelicans, right? This is a young team. You know, you got, you got Alonzo Ball. He's not insanely young, but young enough. And Brandon Ingram, both from the Lakers. And you got uh, one of the most electrifying players in the league. Zion Williamson, one of the most hyped up players. Arguably the most hyped up since LeBron. With regards to his shoe deal endorsements. Uh, what um, really off the court, the attention he gets because of all the talent and just the crazy build he has. But all of that, coached by Stan Van Gundy. And I watched this Pelicans team last night, and they had beaten the Clippers a few days ago by 20, 30 points. And I watched them against Trailblazers. They get CJ McCollum back, but he didn't play too much. Damian Lillard and the Blazers, they're up by 17, right? They're killing them. And in about six minutes, I saw that lead Go away. I saw that lead go away with Damian Lillard and some of the absolute stupidest stuff I've ever seen. I saw them start to get it back once the Blazers cut into the lead. Zion made two good layups. And then I saw Brandon Ingram get two free throws and miss both when they were up by three. or That would have probably put the game away. I saw the Pelicans get have an inbound pass opportunity when they are up by one. And you know what they did with that? It bounced off into Kill Alexander Walker. I don't know if he couldn't catch it or what. And the Blazers got the ball back with seven seconds left. They probably should have just been fouled. Pelicans make some free throws. Pelicans end up winning. And then I saw Damian Lillard get fouled with a second left. Instead of actually having to make the shot. Not, not that he can't make a shot, obviously. But he didn't even let him take the shot. He fouled him. Down by one. Or up by one. You fouled him down, up by one. And you lost the game. That is their 11th, du- 11th blown double-digit lead of the season. They've lost 26, 27 times now. Think about that. Do the math if you can. So I just want to know, what is this Pelicans team? I mean, they, they seem young and they seem like they have potential, but is this a sign of them just being that young or is this going to be an issue later on? I mean... What's really going on, and what are they going to have to do to fix it for later years?
4: I think I think it's just them being young. I think it's just they don't have the experience to close the game up. Like they can, they know they can go, get they ahead. of LeBron, but I don't know. That, I don't think they can close the game.
0: They joke like LeBron, huh: hey. <laughs> <laughs> But hopefully,
4: hopefully, if, as they get older, if they keep stay together, hopefully, this is this experience, and they can get better at finishing
2: yeah games. It's just a kind of a double edged sword right now. You have really good youth in hopefully good core development, but you know with youth comes
0: uh with youth comes being dumb. I don't I don't know what the word is, Sean. I don't know how to I don't know how to help you, bro. Yeah. Yeah, they're,
4: yeah, they're naive. Okay.
0: They,
2: they don't have Yeah. With youth comes, you know they don't make the right plays
0: sometimes and they don't always that's not to say old people are much better, but don't right. don't get it twisted now to our older listeners. Don't, don't get, get it, it twisted, twisted now. <laughs> not, not like exalting you now, okay? But just but but yes, young people are stupid.
4: That's why that's why it's good to have veterans on your team. With age usually comes wisdom.
0: Usually.
3: There you go. <laughs> well, partially.
0: <harshly>. <laughs> the, the general point is correct though. Um, that, um, you know, experience um, is very helpful um, closing out games. Now, granted, they've had a lot of double-digit leads. you think that'd be enough experience now. Um, but it, it it is still difficult, and you're talking these guys adjusting to a new coach. They're kind of adapting to playing with each other. This has been really the second year of, you know, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, I think they're really just trying to figure out. They got Steven Adams this year, who I think actually has been a good veteran presence. They got him at center. They got him from the Thunder, who had a fire sale to get a bunch of, bunch of sixth graders. But um, <clears throat> I, think the Pel- I agree. The Pelicans are young, and they'll figure it out. They already have the fourth highest scoring offense in the league. 115.9 points per game. That's only behind... Teams that we know are good, the Nets, the Bucks, the Jazz, and they're right ahead of teams like the Sixers, the Nuggets, the Trailblazers, the Clippers. I mean, these are all really good teams, but then you get to their defense, right? And they allow 115.7 points per game. That's in line with more like, you know, the Wizards, the Kings, the Timberwolves, Actually, the Nets too, but I mean, we we know they don't I'll have a great defense. I mean, they they don't have a great defense. We know that, and it's actually gotten a lot better. The Bulls, the Rockets, the Blazers again. The Blazers have always been like that, though. The Warriors, Hornets, who are another young team, but still figuring it out. So so they're in there with teams like that, and and that's where their defense is. So it seems like they're having a lot of trouble on the defensive end. I don't really know what to do about it, but. I think, I think if you're a Pelicans fan, I think I don't know what you think. I I, I don't know. I mean, you you've had AD leave, Anthony Davis leave year, uh, a couple of years ago now, and he was your best player by far. You actually had the Twin Towers. You had Davis. You had DeMarcus Cousins. You had. I mean, that was a great duo. The only you had him start for the All Star team AC, in the West. ACL. Both of them. I mean, it was it was crazy. Yeah,
4: that, if if Boogie doesn't tear his ACL, mm. that team is
0: great. You do wonder – I'm glad you brought that up. You wonder if Boogie tearing his ACL maybe affected what Davis did. Because it's not like he left the team after it was bad for five years. He, they made the playoffs, and then they started to be bad, and then he wanted out. Um, I, I do think – I don't think that's him being um, a wussy or wanting to just leave when things go bad. I think it was just like, look, you guys haven't – we haven't gotten it done. I'm young. I want to win a title. I know I'm not good. I, I need to win a title. I need to go somewhere I can win a title. And he, and he pushed his weight around and he got traded to the Lakers. So um, but 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 that's that's a tangent. The Pelicans, I think, have a bright future, a much brighter future than I thought. They were not supposed to get the number one pick and get Zion Williamson. So I think that has made them say, okay, you know, we can get Zion now. Trade. And and the AD trade, that's true. Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, even Josh Hart, but not as great, came from that trade. And, and, the, and another pick, too. I think another pick or two. So those guys are really maybe going to be the future, and I think they can build that. But I think the key is, can Zion shoot something? Not, not, I'm not saying he needs to shoot threes, but can he shoot something? Can the team play defense?
4: Which is Which is Crazy, because Lonzo Ball is a, is a good defensive player. Steven Adams is a good defensive player. I don't think... I guess as they get older, they'll probably get better.
0: But You think, I, think as, I mean, maybe a as team a team, they're just not figuring out how yeah, to defend it. that's probably it. just a team problem. So now we're going to talk about Myers Leonard. Um, this happened uh, he, almost two weeks ago. It's on a live stream and uh, of a video game. And he said a, a slang term, he, or he said an anti-Semitic slur. Here's Myers learned statement. I am deeply sorry for using an anti-Semitic slur during the live stream yesterday. This was the, not, not, obviously not yesterday, but when it happened. While I didn't know what the word meant at the time, my ignorance about its history and how offensive it is to the Jewish community is absolutely not an excuse, and I was just wrong. I'm now more aware of its meaning, and I am committed to properly seeking out people who can help educate me about this type of hate and how we can fight it. I acknowledge and own my mistake, and there's no running from something like this that is so hurtful to someone else. This is not a proper representation of who I am, and I want to apologize to the Arisons, my teammates, coaches, front office, and everyone associated with the Miami Heat organization, to my family, to our loyal friends, and to others in the Jewish community who I have hurt. I promise to do better and know that my future actions will be more powerful than my use of this work. The, the heat owner is Jewish, and I didn't know this. There's actually a pretty big Jewish community in, in Miami, which I was really not aware of. Um, I was also not aware of the slur that he used, and if you want to know that, you can go ahead and look that up. But um, on Inside the NBA, five, six days ago now from when we were doing this, you know, Charles Barkley, Kenny Smith, Shaquille O'Neal, Ernie Johnson. They talked about it and they talked about Myers Leonard and 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 I encourage you to l- watch the the six minute video on it. The, the, the link is in the description because it'll, it'll help you understand what we're talking about. Charles Barkley said that um, pretty much said, no, you can't say that. He also praised Julian Elman for making a statement, pretty much giving compassion Jim Myers-Leonard pretty much inviting him to understand instead of just punishing him. But Barkley also said, I was a job. I've said many different things that if we say that today, I would lose my job. Or we'd lose our job, we'd get fined, whatever. But the way he framed it was, you almost have to be careful who's listening. You have to be, you have to understand who's around. And Kenny Smith, uh, one of the other hosts, seemed to have a problem with that. Seem to almost say, you need to educate yourself. You need to understand why that hurts. You have to understand why this hurts people of that ethnic background, whatever the slur is. And I think that's a question I want to ask you guys. Now that Myers Leonard, here's, here's why it's recent. I'll get back to it. He was traded to the Thunder for Trevor Ariza, and Leonard's not even going to be a part of the Thunder. The Thunder really just used it to get an extra pick. So... Laren's not going to be with the team. He's basically done. He already had season ending shoulder surgery. He'll be done with his contract now. And who knows if he'll get signed again by an NBA team. And I think the question I want to ask y'all is, is it, do we need to be careful? Do we need to say, well, I'm around my friends. I can say it. They understand. Or is it that we need to just be better? Do we need to be careful or do we need to be educated?
4: I think it should just be like people should just be educated and not say the word in, at all in general, because you never know. Even if the person you're talking to, like say, it is you and your best friend, you never know if your best friend like gets insulted by the word, even if they're not, if it doesn't offend them or has anything to do with them in general, they might not just like the word because they know the history of it and it's offensive.
2: You know, I've been I've been trying to formulate my thoughts on how to approach something like this and. Um, I think there really isn't a place for it. I don't think, with the background of the word and what it, where it's derived from and how it's used to put down Jewish people, especially back when, you know, they were. There's a lot of turmoil between Jewish immigrants and. Americans and, and then what eventually led to Europeans as well. I just don't think you should be careful about what you say around certain people. I don't think there should be any thought about saying a word like that or any derogatory slang
3: word. And I think the reality is that there's going to be people who think that way. And you, there's
2: not much you can do to change the way they think. You can educate them. It's a matter of if, if they'll listen or not. And if they listen, they may put on a, a show and not say it in the limelight. And then in their circles, keep on using the word. So, Miles Leonard, he may be sorry and uh, maybe remorseful. But is he more remorseful for the consequences or does he actually feel sorry for the word? And I don't know if I buy that he doesn't know what the word was. I, me personally, I don't know if it's just, you know, maybe I'm sheltered, but I've never heard that word before it was used by him.
4: Same. So, I was like, what is that? <laughs> no, I no, no, no. Um,
0: I, I don't think this is the case of you being sheltered or, or any I of us. Um, this seems to be a pretty widespread. Um, it was first, what does this word even mean? and then. Oh,
4: it was like a cherry picked oh. insult. Like I've never really heard somebody. It's not that.
0: like the N word or the F word. And I don't mean the F U C K one. Um, it's not a commonly used one. It's a pretty obscure one. It's not something that's been in any of our vocabularies. As far as I know, I, I agree with Sean there. I don't know. Um i don't, I don't know if I buy it either and that that was part of what they talked about in in on inside the NBA and in general is is the team going to be able to accept him? obviously it doesn't seem like it. is that too harsh possibly i I don't be. think it is I really don't. I think you
2: know life has consequences, and while i f- i I will forgive him maybe i don't know I don't know what my thoughts are i'm not it's it's a hurtful word, and it's not as hurtful to me as to an actual Jewish person. Um, so I don't know how much to speak on that. But life's unfair, and you lose privileges due to consequences. Some people just lose privileges to nothing.
3: So i I don't see how a team could let him play for them. Right. Right,
0: because what else is he going to say and one thing that they also talked about was um, My- Myers Leonard stood for the National Anthem which doesn't seem like a story in and of itself but many players kneeled including pretty much I think every Heat player, Miami Heat player did and he did it and they actually did a feature on this same show about pretty much did it for his brother who was in the military and, and I understand that but at the same time there are questions asked about you understand what they're kneeling for.
3: That can go a lot of different ways. My opinion on it is it it it's obviously we can't tolerate it. I get that.
0: Here's where I, I struggle is I've said words. I've said slurs. I've said many things as jokes. I've sang a song. I've, I've done many different things that I should not have. Done. I've I've laughed at jokes I shouldn't have laughed at. I probably will continue to do so in some fashion. Uh, I don't know that that will change, unfortunately. And um, I I don't know. I I worry that if it was like, oh well, I know you said that you're done. So I do worry about that for myself, and I worry about that for for many other people. Is it is it that that's the only reason I ask? Is it too harsh? It's the only reason, not. Not that necessarily it, it was too harsh, but how many other people would you have to apply that to? Would it be applied to him if he was Jimmy Butler? If he was Deshaun Jackson, another player who made anti-Semitic comments in the NFL, did that last summer. What? That's what?
1: right. It depends on the slur. Like, if it was, like, the N-word, then I don't think Jimmy Butler... I don't know if it does. No, but I don't the, think The thing is, I don't either. know if it
0: does, I don't know if it should. And I think it's made me really say, not just this, but in general, a lot of things I've really thought about, and last summer and the protest and whatever, it's made me think, look, I really, I need to lay off. I need to really think about what I'm saying. I really need to think about what I'm supporting. I really need to think about the people around me, the people I will be around. And am I, I get, I get, I get where it's like, oh, we joke, whatever, fine. But, but is it really worth it to joke? Is it, is it, is that really as far as the humor needs to go? Does it need to ever get to that point? And sometimes the humor is not even funny. It's just racist or. Derogatory. Or prejudiced in some way. Derogatory. Yes. Thank you. What are we doing here? And I think this should make us really all think because. What I will say 100% is Myers-Learn not the only, per- he, the only person I know that's ever said that particular word. I've, again, I've never heard it. But with other slurs, no, he's not the only one. No, he's not the only one. And that's where I think we have to all look deep inside ourselves. We have to really think about what we say, why we say it. How do we tolerate it? Or, or not how do we tolerate, how, how do we fight that? We will all have biases of our own. We will all have implicit biases. I'm going to be honest. If you see a black guy in a hoodie walking down the street. You're not going to, you're going to feel a little weird. I'm sorry. And I don't know why. And I don't feel good about that. I'm sorry. It does make me flinch. It shouldn't. A white guy with tattoos, it shouldn't. And I'm, and I'm echoing Mark Cuban, by the way. This is not completely an original thought. Mark Cuban said this years ago. It's not about having those. It's about fighting it. I think, I think it has to be, that's where we have to be better. And, and that leads me into one thing that we're going to, we're going to end it pretty quickly after this. Um, on Tuesday, eight women were killed in three different shootings in Atlanta. Six of them are Asian women. These are at three different massage parlors. Asian American violence
3: has gone up 150% in 2020. 2020, of course, has mostly been ruled by the COVID pandemic. When you have the former president calling it the Kung Fu, Trump
0: saying things like the China virus, the Kung flu, the Wuhan plague, the Wuhan flu. I don't know what else he said. Look, I get it. It came from China. I get that. I blame the country for probably covering it up, for not being trustworthy, and for being very suspicious about what happened with it. Here's the problem. When you say that, it's not about even the intent, although I think there may have been some intent there. It's not about that. It's about the fact that when you say that, it doesn't make people say, wow, China's a bad country. It makes people look at Chinese people different. It makes people look at Asians different. So here, here's, this, here's the thing I want to do. And that, we, we, we can talk about the Atlanta shooting. Um, we don't know if it was completely race related. I'll be honest. But it seems like it, and it could have been, sex addiction issues. There's a lot of stuff around it that's very weird. But it should shine a spotlight on Asian American violence. 150% in, one, in the calendar year, something's not right. And, and this is something I remember. This was in April in Midland, Texas. A man accused of stabbing three members of an Asian American family, including two, two children ages two and six, said he did it, because he thought they were, quote, Chinese and infecting people with the coronavirus. Big brain. Yeah, big brain. Real big brain. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. Real big brain. Jose Gomez, 19 years old at the time. It was March 14th stabbing. It was over a year ago. Charged with three counts of attempted capital murder and a count of aggravated assault. I don't know. Um, I don't know later how that. How that worked out. I know an off duty Border Patrol agent reportedly stepped in. This is what happens. We are so simple-minded sometimes that we just don't. We just, we have to really think about what our words mean. Especially those that are in power. That are in power and that have influence. Because did Trump cause that directly? No. Did did the other people saying, oh, it's China, it's China's fault, blah, blah, blah. did they cause it? No. Is it even wrong to say it's China's
3: fault? Not really. But that's what happens.
0: What happens in Atlanta happens. What's happened all across the country happens. And we'll talk about that more on Making a Racket. I've I've got got some people I'm going to bring on. We're going to talk about that. That's going to be, it's going to come out Tuesday, March 23rd. We're going to talk about that. We've got some more time to talk about it. So I think that's something that needs to be done. A civil lawsuit has been filed against Deshaun Watson, the Houston Texans quarterback, our lead three positive, most wasted player for sexual assault. A masseuse said that he basically went too far. We really don't know anything. So that's why we're not going to talk about it. That's why we didn't because we don't know anything. We know there are some text messages and we know that it happened at the masseuse's house or this alleged incident happened at the masseuse's house. Uh, and, I, and I hate to be so negative and I hate to be kind of a downer moment, but these things need to be said. So now I think we can be a little happier as we go into our episode six game picks. All right, first one. We got two on Thursday, the 18th. Hornets and Lakers. Or no, excuse me. Let's do Pelicans and Trailblazers. That is Thursday, the eighteenth, nine PM. It's on League Pass. It's a rematch of what we were talking about. Pelicans with a seventeen point lead. I'm going to go the Trailblazers again. I think they're going to get the job done. I don't think they're going to be down by seventeen either. Uh, I picked the Pelicans. Oh, the Pelicans. All right, all right. Hmm.
1: And I'll go. I'll go with the ta- Trailblazers again because I said so. <laughs> I'm going to go with the Trailblazers.
0: All right. And the next game on the 18th is going to be, as I, as I tried to introduce, with the Hornets and the Lakers, 9.30 on NBA TV. Oh, man. I, I think I got to go with the Hornets. They're more fun, man. Why not? I don't know, bro. I'm going
2: Lakers. Because yeah. LeBron's on my fantasy team. Oh, well, that's
1: <laughs> I'm going Hornets because I don't like LeBron.
4: I'm going I'm to
0: go. You know, I'm a, I have to stick with the Brown. I'm going to go with the Lakers. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys are no fun. Oh and the Hornets boy. are
4: young, so.
0: I mean, yeah, the Lakers will probably win, but that's not the point. No, <laughs> that's not, not the, the
4: point. point. <laughs> oh,
0: my God. I got to give y'all some room anyway. I'm still ahead. I got to give y'all gotta give y'all a chance. I, I, I should actually be picking like five Lakers games because I know Jose would just pick the opposite. <laughs> and then we could just right? go from there. Um, next game Sunday the 21st 6pm on NBA TV Wizards and Nets that's always a fun game the last time I watched the Wizards Nets game it, it was like watching a Big 12 football on steroids because they they did not know how to play defense the Nets at least know defense and I think the Wizards do too I'm gonna go with the Nets so James Harden and Kyrie Irving James Harden especially is on a tear so go with the Nets I'm going Wizards Two in a row, baby.
3: I'm going for the Nets. Okay.
0: Well, yeah. He is a Nets homer now. No, I'm
3: not.
0: You basically are. Omero. The Nets. I'm going with the Nets. Oh, well. You're not as bad, so I guess it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's go with Celtics and Bucks Friday the 26th at 6.30 on ESPN. Hmm. Oh, I think I have to go with... The Milwaukee Bucks. I think Giannis has had like three triple doubles in a row. And by that point, it'll probably, the streak will have been broken. But he's he's on a tear, man.
3: Well, I'm going to go
1: with the Celtics. Because I like the Celtics. I'm going to also go with the Celtics because I'm a goofy goover.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm gonna go with the Celtics. I like the Celtics.
0: Oh Celtics, okay, okay. Huh. Let's see how it is. Okay. Hawks and Nuggets, Sunday the 28th, 8 p.m. on NBA TV. Oh, we always just like picking NBA TV games. I don't know why they're always more fun because it's always like it's always like their local broadcast too. They never even do their own stuff. Um I have to go with I just feel yeah, yeah Hawks
2: screw it Trey young too easy yeah. guess what I'm picking the Hawks too
0: hey you're on my well, side well guess what I'm gotcha.
1: picking Los Nuggets <laughs>
0: Los Nuggets the Los Nuggets,
4: Nuggets. <laughs>
0: Nuggets. I'm gonna go, go with the Nuggets too okay okay <laughs> oh, I made you say Nuggets <laughs> alright those are our game picks and no Maverick game are You really Maverick no Maverick game, game? really no, we're no. not doing average games. We've done, we've done a bunch no, of Mavericks not. games. I've done your mom we've done enough. a bunch of times. All right. <laughs> so apparently now um, I'm actually not as far ahead as I thought I was. Um, I mean, Jose, here's I'm how we'll go into to our game picks. I am 12, 10, and I'm 12 and 10. I'm not as far as, as I thought. Omero and Jose are tied at 9 and 13 for second, and Sean is 6 and 16. I'm last? Yes, sir. Yeah, you're last. It's been kind of bad. i only won six? Yeah, it's kind of rough. Bruh. Good lord. Because of this week, bro. How are you, number, how, because of how this you week. number
1: one on fantasy, but you you last on Game picks. Something ain't adding up, bro. Because
2: I know what I'm doing. <laughs> on
1: what, bro? <bruh? laughs> <Something laughs> he knows adding, what he's bro. doing in fantasy. Something that
2: fantasy team is
0: OP, <laughs> He
2: knows I'm what he's doing a in fantasy. second half comeback.
0: He'll make a second half. I, I think he can do that. Hopefully, it's at the cost of his fantasy team, though. Yes, that (laughs) helps. Hopefully, it evens itself out. Well, that's all we have for Episode 6 of Flags and Fouls. Make sure you subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Follow us on Twitter, at Flags and Fouls. Follow the other podcast at Making a Racket 3 on Twitter. Subscribe there. Yeah, subscribe there. Jose's just a hater. He's always been a hater. He's a LeBron hater. He's a a anything. It's not Dallas hater. He's just a hater. (laughs) Through and through. So if you listen to him, you're an idiot. Um, I'm sorry. (laughs) I shouldn't say that to to people that listen. But if you do, you're an idiot. Um, That's all we have, guys. Episode six (laughs) is done. (laughs) Dunzo.
4: I'm
1: gonna go for you Yacht.
4: The Pistons are that one team, they're always like in the middle. They're like, you know what I mean? They're just. <laughs> well, now, now
0: they're just bad. They're just, oh, that
4: like, <laughs> that's tough.
0: Jeremy Grant's like, I'm doing great now. And he's the guy that's like, and that's, where, that's the person you answer. That's crazy, bro. But did I ask? <laughs> did, I, did I ask? <laughs>
4: Dad, I think he might win like most improved though. You know what I mean? That'd be nice.